Hello. Hi. I'm Amy Edwards, and welcome to the show. So this is a show about finding your inner rock star, rocking everything that we can, overcoming fear, getting better, and transforming everything in our lives into something more amazing than we ever dreamed. Uh, Like I said, I'm Amy Edwards. I'm your host. I'm also a musician, an author, a radio host, DJ mom, and a transformation and accountability coach. And aside from all those things, I am about to turn 48 years old. I've been married two times. I'm finishing up a second divorce, which, yeah, Uh, I have two kids, one from each marriage, and I've been, you know, in the arenas of depression and mental health, sex, substances, and I believe in getting real about all those things and making life the best it can be. A little bit more about my story. I took up rock and roll music, guitar and singing specifically, less than a decade ago. And since then, I've written, recorded and released music. And what that's done is pushed me to learn so much about overcoming fear and becoming vulnerable and using my voice and setting goals, building habits and talking about it. And I just believe that the lessons that I've learned there really can translate to anything that we want to achieve in our lives. All of that pushed me so much outside of my comfort zone, and that's been a really, really good thing. Because when we do that, that's when we grow. That's when we get better. And I work continually on that and awakening more and more every day in my spiritual life and as a human and as a you know, entity, I suppose, in this world, as a spiritual entity. And I've created this show to share exactly those things and connect with everyone so we can just keep getting better together. The show is an hour long and it's divided into 15 minute segments with a focus each week. This week, our focus is comparison. First, I'm going to talk about the week's topic and what I've learned. Next, I do an interview, and this week it is with Paige Casey. Paige is a social media influencer and strategist and a fantastic photographer. Next is our affirmation segment. It's called Go Aff Yourself with our affirmation maven and founder of stickwithit.co, Jill Faulkner. And we choose one affirmation to work on every week. And lastly is Build Your Own Brand, Brain, and Biz, BYOB, with certified brand consultant, Bijou Finney. And yes, I like to give you a little heads up at the top that this show is about transformation, which is tough, but it is so worth it. Like I said, breaking out of our comfort zone and doing the work on these things really pushes us to be the best version of ourselves. And isn't that the goal? Yeah. Showing up for ourselves and doing the daily work really pays off in making us more loving, joyful, kind, and happier souls. We come out more beautiful and loving and shining and higher vibing every time. Okay, so let's get to today's episode. Let's rock our comparison. Comparison. I had a lot of thoughts on comparison. Namely, because I'm really good at it, you guys. I've been working on this for years. (laughs) I mean, in the past... I have practically been a professional. Uh, (laughs) I can size people up right next to me. My brain can search for these ways that I'm like better, like quote unquote better than that other person. It's ugly to admit, but I'm admitting it anyway. And I think as a woman in our society, we do it. I mean, why? There's, There's even just those really surface things, right? Like, why do I like luxury brands? What are those saying? I'm better than you. I'm just as good as you. I have this. It makes me valid, validated. I've questioned all these things over the years. And, you know, I compare, I compare my face, my body, my career choices, my social media. We can all compare our homes and our messes and our children and their achievements and their schools, our cars, our lifestyle, our hair color, our age. The list does not end. And they're all the practices that you hear about, you know, the ones like just be better than you were yesterday, which I've said I I have. Compare you to you. Look how far you've come. But I want to go deeper than those things. And also, you know, Jill says she doesn't love that. And I think I I get that. We talk about that and go after yourself today. She mentions that she doesn't love comparing you to you. And I get that because I don't necessarily want to put down a version of myself because that seems counterproductive. We're all doing the best we can in the moment. So then how do we go deeper? How do we break out of that loop? And you might be asking, have I broken out of it? Hmm. I mean, not entirely, but I am a lot better than I used to be about it. Uh, It doesn't affect me too much anymore. I know 
that all of us have a lot going on and I'm able to be more secure in myself and let a lot of it go. And I do credit a lot of my daily practices with this, with, you know, the reading that I do and meditation, all the things, you know, the the baby steps that I take every single day. But I'm not perfect. I have flare-ups. And as Paige mentions in the interview today, which is wonderful, by the way, I can't wait for you to hear it. She mentions that when those happen, those come up, it's an indicator that we have work to do there, which is so true. It's, an, it's like an indicator light on our car that something needs to be tended to, you know, check engine. So this week, I'm thinking about comparison all week, and I had something come up this week that I'm super grateful that happened. Someone told me that someone that I used to relentlessly compare myself to at my own detriment had started a podcast and I had this flash come up, you know, I'm like, what? That's my arena. Eh." Uh, And here we are on the heels of all those black and white pictures. You know, did you see those on social media all over the place like a week or two ago? Um, It was like women supporting women. And uh, so I saw that and I don't always do that kind of stuff, you know, when it's trending like that. But I was like, women supporting women. I'm all about this. Yeah. It's not even a challenge. How is that a challenge? I do that in my sleep. (laughs) But I hear this news and instead of being happy for that person and supportive of her, I felt like, really? (laughs) You know, and I immediately compared how I'm doing things to how she will likely do them, which I don't even know. I'm guessing, right? And my mind just goes there. And, you know, she'll probably have a big launch and famous guests and a team and whatever else. And those are all things I desire. You know, I do. If I'm being perfectly honest. Yeah. And I stepped back and looked at the car light that was on now. And I wondered, you know, what do I have to unpack there? (laughs) So in this last moon cycle, I set the intention of believing in myself like hard. And that's been my big intention this last moon cycle, to believe hard in myself and my path and my direction. And I've talked about this in previous episodes, if you've heard. And, you know, as this occurred, as I got, as I heard about this podcast, I thought to myself that in hindsight, I've believed more in what that person's capable of than what I'm capable of. And I think in comparison, it's not only about self-esteem and security, but also about believing more in someone else than yourself. And like, why do we do that to ourselves? Even with business brands, like Paige talks about today, I think there can be an element of that. They've got it figured out. I don't. Even, you know, in completely other situations too, like, you know, I've been dating and I think sometimes if you date someone and then they're maybe seeing someone else too, it's easy to believe more in that other person being cool and awesome and attractive and you don't measure up. So maybe the object of your affection will be more interested in them insecurity and comparison. I know I've done that too. Jealousy, all of it's tied up in there. It also made me think about what I'm modeling to my kids. But I think that it's really good for me to explore this and be honest and real about it and model that, you know, to show them that I'm not perfect. And it takes a while to get it all figured out. So I think that's important to think about too, when you compare yourself maybe as a parent. Okay, so back to how we get out of this, this comparison trap. Um, As I've been talking about a lot recently and to basically everyone I know, like seriously, I I think if you know me, I've talked about this to you. I've been listening to Byron Katie and what she calls the work. And the work is this series of four questions that you ask yourself about statements and judgments. And there's a lot of truth seeking in it and a lot of realizing that we cannot really know the truth. And Jill and I talk a lot more about that today on Go After Yourself later in the episode. But what I want to focus on right now is the last question in this work. And the last question is, who would I be if I could never think this thought again? So pull up a thought, okay? One preferably where you're comparing, but otherwise just one that's maybe a negative judgment about someone close to you. And before this, you think about, you know, how you feel when you have that thought. How do you feel when you have that thought? Think about how you feel when you have that thought, right? Most likely it's not the greatest, right? It's pretty negative. Maybe you don't look so good. Maybe your face is contorted in some unattractive way. (laughs) Maybe you're frowning. Maybe your heart's closed, whatever it is. Focus on that thought. Now, imagine that you can never think that thought again. It's impossible. You just cannot think it. It's gone. It doesn't exist. Now, 
who would you be then? If you could never think that thought again, how do you feel? As I've done this exercise around many, many thoughts in the last few weeks, and the one that I mentioned earlier, my answer is often free. I'd feel freer. I'd feel lighter and happier. And it would show on my face, (laughs) more relaxed. And in the case of what I was talking about here, I'd be a more embodied version of the person I want to be, the one that truly supports other women, that is happy for her and her path. Yeah. So I recommend doing all the work that Byron Katie talks about in the work. Uh, Listen to Loving What Is on Audible. It's like case studies where she works with people on different topics. And it's pretty amazing. There's a lot of stuff in there that's completely mind-blowing. I'm not kidding. But this is just this little part of it, this little sliver of it, who we could be without a comparative thought. And that is a beautiful thing. And this week also, I'm creating a meditation about just this and about the truth of ourselves. So please look for that. I will have it on my website and my social media. So let's get to the episode. First up is our interview. It is with Paige Casey, also known as Paigey Darling. That's P-A-I-G-E-Y-D-A-H-L-I-N-G. And that's on Instagram or PaigeyDarling.com. She's a social media influencer. She's a social media strategist and a photographer. She's amazing. And I'm so lucky to have met her. Uh, She's in the industry and she has a real grasp of the production behind the scenes in Instagram in particular. So listen to this for a lot more perspective on social media, which I think is a great reminder for all of us. She also talks about the importance of competitor analysis and branding and not getting stuck there. So if you're comparing those who are like you, maybe in business and your brand, don't get stuck there. Like what can we take away and how can we pull out of that and use it to our benefit? And I ask her too about her opinion of being in that industry when she knows what it's really like and how she feels about that as an influencer. She's incredibly forthcoming about what she does and shares her knowledge and what she has learned. So it's really incredible. She shifted her mindset and her understanding of social media and that helps her not compare and think of it more as business. So um, anyway, I really, really loved our interview. I'm excited for you to hear it. And she's got a new offering of a webinar that's coming up this Wednesday, the 12th of August. So you can go to her website, pagedolling.com and learn more about that. On Go After Yourself this week, Jill and I took the topic of comparison and it led us to truth seeking. Comparison comes up for Jill with body issues and social media. And so we talked about staying more conscious of that and practices and reframes and coping strategies that we can use when it comes up. And we we talk affirmations and just this this truth seeking when we do say the negative thing to ourselves. And I walk her through a few of these Byron Katie questions too, which is interesting. And our affirmation this week is I seek what is true. So listen to Go After Yourself for more on that. On BYOB this week with Bijou Finney, Bijou's new home has been a huge change for herself. And the previous owner came to visit and there was a lot of comparison there that she saw. And I thought that was really interesting to talk about. We also talk about how we can change and compare ourselves to ourselves and hiking our own hike. She's you know, been out in the wilderness and she's got some advice on hike your own hike, which is basically living your own path and being okay with that. And we cover that in relation to our brain and competition and survival. And we boil it down to, you know, is this time well spent? If we're spending time comparing ourselves, what else could we be doing? Would you like to have those minutes back? (laughs) I would. Uh, So anyway, there's all that. I'm excited about the episode today. I, I think comparison is such a crucial thing for us to all look at within ourselves when that comes up, because as humans, we do it. So let's get to it. Let's get to the interview with Paige Casey, aka Paigey Darling. Here we go. Hello. Paigey Darling. Does everyone call you that? They really do. It's (laughs) funny. It it, it totally stuck, which made me think, you know what? I picked the right brand name. (gasps) You really did. Everyone calls me. (laughs) It's catchy and it's cute. And I think of it in my head when I think of you. So yeah. Um, Thank you so much for saying yes to this. Yes. I'm so excited. I think comparison is just a huge part of what we all deal with right now in modern day times. And so I definitely think it's a good thing to be talking about. 
It is a very good thing to be talking about. And, and that's why I thought of you too, just because I, you know, it almost seems like a cliche when we talk about social media fostering comparison, but it's a cliche because it's true. It does. And in good ways and bad, you know, and um, there's so many wonderful things about social media, of course, but since you're always in it, I just thought it was really cool to talk to you about it and just ask, you know, do you experience those negative parts of it and how, as somebody who's always doing it, and it is like, you can't just be like, I'm going to get off social media for a while because it's like right. what you do. So how... How do you, um, you know, how do you deal with that? How do you navigate it? Do you have any tactics and strategies that you use to, to get maybe out of your head and just focus on your own stuff or like, yeah, absolutely. what do you think? So I think for me, it's really been a huge mindset shift change. So being in the industry for so long, you kind of stop comparing your real life to influencers or to these brands or what have you, because I now know what goes into that and how much of it is production and how much of it is really a commercial in the brand. It's like when you're sitting and watching TV and you see these staged, you know, commercials, you're not sitting there feeling bad about yourself. Cause you're like, that's obviously scripted. That's a model that was, you know, picked for that specific commercial. They have a very specific message they're trying to get across to me. And what's really interesting is that's how I see social media now. I'm like, that person picked that outfit to go to that specific location, probably got there at sunrise to get the perfect shot with sunrise, probably <laughs> fought with their boyfriend on the way there. They had to pay crazy admission fees to get there. Like, probably like was checking emails right before the sun came up. Like for me, it's just, it's just such a staged thing. Like social media to me, it's not kind of how other people look at it. Um, it's just a totally different thing for me now. And I think when I was first getting started, it's definitely like, Whoa, how, how do they, how do they get here or what have you? But it's now that I've worked in the industry for so long you really do kind of see it's everything is staged, everything is pre-planned. And I always give kudos to people who are able to get those perfect shots because I do know like how much work goes into that um, and how much effort it takes to get to that point and to kind of perfect your brand in that way. Um, I would say before entering this industry, it's really interesting because I would say like, it's a natural thing to feel jealousy. Like it's a totally natural human thing. And to kind of deny yourself those feelings is equally as unhealthy and pretending like you don't feel them is also unhealthy. And so I think like accepting it and when that happens and then trying to really delve into why am I feeling this way? What is missing in my life? What, why do I feel like this sense of insecurity? Is it probably something from childhood? Is it maybe a false belief? Um, you know, kind of where is that coming from? Because more than likely, it's just something you need to work on with yourself and some repair you need to do to yourself. And, you know, we all need to take some time to do that. And I think seeing what we're jealous of is just as important as seeing what makes us sad and seeing what makes us angry because all of those are likely stemming from something else that needs to be focused on, right? So I think that's, that's kind of a big shift that I've had in adulthood is kind of being like, all right, where is this coming from for me, you know? That's good. You have to do that searching. Okay, so do you think that comparison equals jealousy? Oh, I guess I, I do. I mean, I, I guess so, right? Because if you're sitting there and comparing yourself to someone else and you feel a negative feeling, then I would assume that it's likely a jealousy thing, right? Or maybe you're feeling better about yourself because this person is doing worse off than you, right? So yeah. it's like, it's like, it's either way. I, I don't really see how comparison can be a positive thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like, I think, I think what's really interesting is it's a completely crucial thing to do in your business competitor analysis is absolutely a huge part of understanding where your brand is in the market and how you can improve. 
Mm-hmm. And so what's really interesting about comparison with, with brands is it's an absolutely crucial part of the process, but it doesn't end there, right? You can't continue to compare your brand to other brands for the rest of your life. You'll never be able to focus on you and actually make yourself your own brand, like in the industries, like if you're a small business owner, like competitor analysis is a part of the process, but it doesn't stop there. You have to go and make your brand better and make yourself better and make and make your name for yourself. And I think a lot of people do get stuck in the competitor phase um, and comparison phase. And maybe that's the same thing with life. But I do, I do think it's really interesting because with, with a brand, you actually do really need to do some competitor analysis, but then you have to stop it and then start focusing on you. Yeah, I definitely do that. I love the way you phrase that, by the way. Like that's, you're, you're dead on and you just put that so clearly. And I mean, I definitely do that. You know, I look at others and take, you know, take the pieces that I can to find like better ways of doing things. At least that's, that's the way I try to look at it. But I still have these twinges that will come up. I know I do, you know, when those moments of like, oh God, am I ever going to achieve this? You know, or have this much engagement or reach this many people or, you know, and I don't know why I need that validation. There's plenty that probably needs to be unpacked about that. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it's just, it's just like we're the way we're met. It's so measured. I think it's so easy to look at it and say, there's a clear measurement right here, you know? mm-hmm. <laughs> whether it's medical. fake or not, you're still mm-hmm. looking at it and you're like, I see, you know, the rankings right there. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see that black mirror episode? Um, yes. Wasn't it good? The one the, yes. The, yes. I mean, where like, they put the numbers above the head and it's like <laughs> yeah. where you're at in society, like de- is determined by how people like rate you. Yeah. And, yeah mm-hmm. It's very, yeah, it's really interesting. I actually, I tell people to watch that episode because I think it's, there's actually been measures in China where they've actually started implementing kind of track, actually giving people oh ratings and then you get things for it. And so if you're, I think it was something along the lines of like, if you don't get a ticket for a certain number of days, like you get some sort of thing or something. It's, it's really interesting because they're actually starting to kind of do it there Whoa. <laughs> so wow. in real life. So yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> back to what you were saying, like about the industry and that you understand, like, I thought that was really cool. Like you're in it enough to, so you know, it's, it's kind of all a put on and it's, it's for yes. a reason. It's all a facade, right? And it's a brand. It's, I like it, that. Yeah. You're right. It is. And um, I know that. And um, how do you feel about being in that industry? How, like, I don't know. Does it give you any mixed emotions sometimes? I definitely, I definitely do have mixed emotions about it at times. I think the interesting thing, too, about it is, you know, we as influencers get so much slack for what we do. And, you know, it's really funny because we're held so much more accountable than like what some fortune 500 brands are putting out on commercials. You know what I mean? And I just think it's really interesting because it's like, why is it that we get so much slack? Whereas a brand can put out, you know, a commercial and everyone's just like, Oh yeah, that's a commercial. You know what I mean? And so I think, I think it's really interesting. And so I would say, we have a responsibility in the industry to be forthcoming about what it is we're talking about if we were paid to do that. And then also I think that if, and I tell people this all the time, if it's not, if it doesn't align with your brand, there's no reason for you to be speaking about it. I've turned down a lot of big contracts that don't align with my moral code and I think that's what's really interesting is, is if you are following an influencer that you really connect with um, and you, you really feel like that, that person is being you know, true to themselves or what have you, they're more than likely turning down brand deals that are bad for you. Yeah. And so I think like just giving us a little bit more credit on that end would be nice. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You do. Influencers do have a bad rap. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like this, like a joke kind of like people, you know, say that, Oh, an influencer or whatever. Um, but we're all looking at it and using it and following Mm -hmm. it and doing it. And it is the future. It is not even the future. It's the present and the future. It's like how things Mm -hmm. are going and how things are looking. So, um, 
we're already almost out of time and I just want to tout some of your content too and just say um, thank you. I didn't mention your photography skills as well that are amazing. I mean, basically all the pictures of me that are on my website or um, all the professional pictures, uh, you either use you or Bijou. So yeah, um, <laughs> you, I think you're amazing and you just, you have some really amazing content and I love that you're, you share everything you know like you're not one of these social media people that keeps it under wraps and pretends like it's all just happening naturally you know yes. Like, yes. And, and um why do you share so much i think for me i actually am transitioning into helping people become influencers themselves i think mm -hmm. as covid19 kind of overtook the world I started realizing like, whoa, this could actually be something that a lot of stay-at-home moms or dads could be doing as like an extra source of income. Also, like you said, it is going to be, it's absolutely a career of the future and of the present. And so, and I think a lot of people, um, especially of the older age groups, they're kind of like ostracized from it. And I think people just need to understand that this is something that like anyone can do. Yeah. And that was a huge reason why I started sharing because I was like, you know what? Like if you're if you can hold a camera and if you're willing to learn, you can do it. And it could be an extra source of income for you and your family. And yeah. if if you have a phone, like and so <laughs> I think literally like I think it's something that more people need to have an entryway to. Um I it doesn't come easily, but a lot of career paths don't come easily. And so right. I think, you know, like why not try? Um, if you're it, willing to stick with it, I mean, yeah. and it's still, so, it, and it does provide a lot of flexibility for people, you know, it is time consuming, but, um, yeah, I mean, people could do it on their own time with their phone, which is amazing. Right. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. So amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. So I think that kind of covered everything. Is there anything else that you wanted to share before we go? And then I also want to touch on like the recent offerings that you have going on too. So is there any last thoughts on comparison that you want to share before we go. Absolutely. So I guess, I guess for me, I would say if you feel as though, you know, especially because social media is my realm, so I'll stick to that. Um, but if you feel as though social media brings you down, there's nothing wrong with deleting the app for a month or two. I have very close friends who, especially during these really weird times where there's a lot of stress, there's a lot of stuff going on. If social media doesn't bring you joy, um, or a way to escape, then you really should, it shouldn't be something that is so easily accessible. Um, and so I think like, if you want to take a break from the app, that's totally, that's totally something you should do for yourself. Yeah, I agree. And Jill, um, in the next segment, go after yourself, Jill talks about exactly that and how she took a break and she felt, she just felt better, you know, yes. and, and a lot of people um, feel that way. Yeah. And, and it is, it's all okay. It's all okay. Mm -hmm. Do you ever take a break? I personally don't. And I think it's because I've taken those mindset shifts into understanding like, um, it is, it's a lot of it is a facade. Right. And so I think like, for me, I look at it as more like each post I see is more analytical and like, Oh, that's really interesting. How can I mimic that? Or that was a really great, you know, photographic shot. How can I better my photography to be at, at that realm? What learning pieces can I take from this? It, for me, it's educational. It's just a different thing. Yeah. Um, and also it, it's an escape. Like, I'm like, I really want to go to that place when this is all over. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm yeah, saving right? it to all my little folders. Like I, mean, I will go there one day. <laughs> like, I have to get to Antelope Canyon. Oh my God. It's your pictures <laughs> are so beautiful from there. So amazing. So yes. So before we go really yeah. quick, you said you have something new out, a new course or something. So tell me all about it. Absolutely. I, didn't even, I didn't even look into it. So you could just tell me. Yes. So in my bio, so my Instagram is at Pagey Darling. Um, links up and everything. Yes. Perfect. Um, I actually have linked a course of, so for people who may have already kind of started trying to create content, trying to be an influencer, trying to be a content creator, maybe you're stuck. And you just kind of need help understanding, like, how do I connect with brands? And like, what do I, what steps do I need to be taking to get paid? And so this course is for you. And so basically, um, I am actually just going to have a webinar. It's going to be a free webinar and it's this upcoming Wednesday. 
Awesome. So Wednesday, the 12th of August. And so it's a free webinar and we're going to, um, my partner and I, Dre Fox, we're going to be talking about, um, all of these different things that you can do to kind of transition into that. Ah, yay. Good. Oh my God. That's so exciting. And if people miss the webinar, will they have another chance or? Yeah. So if you, if you miss the webinar, we're actually looking into a way to kind of like shift those materials. But if you sign up for my email list, you'll absolutely have access to like all the fun goodies we send out afterwards and any other kind of announcements and freebies we have coming up. Awesome. And you know what? I, I just subscribed. I already subscribed, but I just got some new content of yours because I was looking at your website, which is also pagey darling, P A I G E Y D A H L I N G dot com. And um, so there's some really good content on there too that I hadn't read. Like you have two, some free downloads that um, if people are just interested in this kind of thing, and um, it was like Instagram tips and how to make your Instagram 10 times more professional in under 10 minutes, a posing guide, some tricks for photography stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to reading those. Cause, uh, I was like, why don't, why haven't I read this? So um, I need to look more professional all the time. Um, so anyway, anyway, I just, I love you so much and I really appreciate your, how forthcoming you are about this kind of thing. Cause I think it can seem so, you know, intimidating to so many people and, and then there's that whole comparison thing. So putting it yeah. in that perspective is so, is so cool. And, having to remember that. And even when your friends are posting, I think it's good to remember, like they're crafting it too. I mean, yeah, it, everyone's trying to craft. I mean, like if we all went outside naked with no clothes on, like, I think we would all be like, Oh, wait a second. We all could lose 10 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and this is actually all not real. So yeah, right. literally like everything, everything is pretty much faceted. I mean, we've been trained our whole lives to kind of act as a society and like that's what makes us not just like cavemen right so but just remembering we're all cave women and men at heart <laughs> that's right we are i mean anyway um love you so much so thank you so much Paige. and again everyone can find you at pagey darling pagey darling on instagram and online so thank you Paige. love you so thanks much thanks so much for having me amy this is awesome Okay, good. I'm glad you're excited to have a conversation about comparison. Ooh. I, you and I've talked to... Okay, so welcome to Go After Yourself, first of all. Jill Faulkner. Hello. Hello. Um, yeah. <laughs> hello. Don't, are you comparing our British accents? I know, right? <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm excited to have a conversation about comparison. And uh, so tell me what's on your mind first, and then I'll kind of... I wrote a couple notes to talk about, but I know we've talked about it over the years, yeah, you know, I don't know if it's exacerbated because of social media and like, did I behave like this or feel this way before I was inundated with the lives of <laughs> other people um, or before I was seeking out to be viewing the lives of other people, right? It's certainly a choice on my end to engage or not engage in social media um, you know, that's where I find the biggest point of comparison for me. Um, I think occasionally in person would I find myself making those comparisons. And even then, it's so, for me, it's been so much of a body conversation and comparing my body to the bodies of other people. Yeah, for me, it's that, um, like more, it's related to everything from body to success to everything. But I hear you. Yeah, or intelligence or, you know, just all the things. And I don't know if that stems from when we start school and you're immediately being compared to your classmates or where do you fall on the bell curve of test taking or whatever it is. And now I am a much more conscious player in the game of my life and understand where I can take comparison out or just how much of a ridiculous, I don't even want to say ridiculous because it is real what I feel when I feel these things. And it can be very negative. Yeah. You know, I just have such a negative impact on my joy and happiness. Um, so I don't want to say it's a ridiculous thing, but it is a very present thing. 
whether or not I'm stopping it sooner than I used to, right? And not going down the rabbit hole of comparison. Um, and that's where making a conscious choice about how I engage with social media is really important. Yeah. I mean, I think it was always there. It's just now it's like so in our face all the time. And, you know, before it was probably school. I like that you brought that up. And it was um, probably, um, I, I mean, it was people that you knew kind of, but it was mm -hmm. also, you know, I think that they were always pointing out magazines and TV and those kind of standards that were being set, you know. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and like just the detriment that it does to people. So it's nothing new as far as that goes, but now it's just like, so all the time and you're constantly seeing the best from everyone, you know, and their dogs, you know, <laughs> literally. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah. So do you have any, you know, am I, I was, I obviously haven't recorded my intro yet, but, um, in my intro, I was, I was notes. I, I was thinking about a reframe of it. And do you have any reframe tactics for comparison or how do you, I mean, like, or coping strategies even like for daily life? Yeah. So my initial thought on, on the first part is, um, you know, to just be present in your own life or maybe compare who you were yesterday to who you are today or how or whatever, but I don't even really like that because I don't want to put <laughs> pressure on myself to have to kind of quote, be better than I was yesterday or just like be oh, different. Wow. Like, and I think about that in the context of sometimes like, you know, I, I let dishes pile in the sink a little bit, right? It's never more than like, I'm, I'm you know, trying not to sound like a, a slob, but right. It's never more than like a day, but some days I just, it's not where I'm at. It's, I don't feel the energy to, to clean the dishes, you know, yep. and I don't, and then the next day I could. And so I don't want to compare that I was quote bad yesterday because I didn't do the dishes and today I'm being quote good because I'm doing it. So comparison within is kind of BS as well. How, how do we, do we need to eradicate the concept of comparison? What, what good could it actually possibly do? for us, whether or not we're comparing to others or comparing within ourselves. Well, that's my reframe too, that I'm going to talk about is like, um, can we reframe it into inspiration into something that inspires mm -hmm. us? You know, like that's the way I was trying to look at it, but exactly what you said is what I put in my notes. I like, um, should I just pull it back and compare myself to myself? But I, totally get what you're saying. That's why yeah. I made laugh. I was like, oh God. Uh, or, or can we do so in such a way where a coping, like you were saying, a coping mechanism is, you know, I actually was looking at some photos that I took in the beginning of quarantine, like um, just with my, just with my body, right? Like just to take a photo, see where I'm at or whatever. And I was looking and it was like, oh geez, I feel different in my body than I did then, or it doesn't look the same. And can I observe it with a, meh, it is what it is, right? Or not, not a cavalier about it. My health and my physical body is very important to me and taking care of it. But can I look at it through a lens without attaching, um, attaching to it, right? Yeah. So is that a, a tactic, right? And for me, also, can I disengage from social media in such a way like we talked about how I was off for like a week and honestly when I look back I probably the best I had felt in a long time and then even um you know a few days ago not going on until afternoon and yeah. and putting that parameter on myself because when I go on I'm looking to feel crappy I think really? that's what I'm realizing is I'm looking to see, I'm looking to see, I think what I don't have, I'm looking to stay in the story that I'm not thin enough. I think I'm looking to see in the story that I don't, you know, have the yacht yet or whatever. Right. Like I think I'm exploring what it is that I'm really trying to get out of my engagement with social media or when I have those feelings of comparison, like what am I, am I looking to keep feeling a certain way because that's what I know. And then I get to keep, telling that story like what am I what am I really looking for when I'm yeah. going on and so 
to lessen it to not so many hours a day uh, has been helpful. Wow. That is very interesting. And I'm curious to see, you know, what happens there. That's very interesting to say that's what you're looking for. So, yeah. um, okay. So I had another note about uh, comparison that I thought we could mm-hmm. talk about. Um, so I've really been listening to Byron Katie, who uh, does this thing called the work where you ask four questions and whatever you say, you go, is that, is that true? Like whatever it is, that's the first question. Have you, have you spent any time with her work? No, I'm, I'm a little bit familiar, um, but I like the concept. Yeah, it's very, very interesting. And I've been applying it. And I, I mean, I can't get into the whole thing right now because we're already at eight minutes. But, um, but basically, the first question is, is it true? And then it's, can you really know that this is true? So I thought, you know, what comes up when I see, like, let, let's take you, for instance, let's take what comes up when you're looking at social media, you feel like what I'm not fit enough. Is that what you feel like? Would you say that that's, yeah. an, that's an affirmation that's running in your head, even though it's a negative affirmation? So you right. would compare that to not only to the truth, is that true? You would also flip it and take the opposite of it and say, is that any more true or less true? Like, uh, so you would say, am I, I'm not fit enough. Is that true, Jill? Is that true? No. Okay, it's not true. Now, and then you'd compare it to the opposite. I am fit enough. Is that true? Yes. Okay. Well, you, I just liked, I liked just taking this idea of truth and just applying that to this comparison. So for me, I was saying, okay, something came up this week that I was like, I'm a failure. I suck, you know? And then I was like, is that true? No, it's not. That's not true. And, you know, and not only that, I mean, like just objectively, it's real, it's not true. And anybody who's saying they're a failure, I mean, like really, if you're going to really, can you really know that that's true? Can you really know? Because like, what if just one person gets something out of my podcast, let's say, and isn't that a success? I mean, like, can't you say that that's a success? Right. And so you compare these statements, are they any more true or less true? And I just thought... I thought that that was a really interesting way to kind of approach it from an affirmation perspective. I like that. And I think too, using that conversation with the self as an example of another way to work through these comparisons as a tactic to kind of handle this on a daily basis is, I mean, I've been talking out loud to myself more lately and it always feels really good for me to do that. Hey, thanks. So, thanks. Thanks, masks. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would have otherwise. Right. Uh, I would too. Anyway. But yes, but yeah. I, I hear you. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I talk in the grocery store to myself, like just hoping to engage also with people and nobody gives a crap, but it's fine. Um, yeah. So just really using that knowledge that the opposite, you know, is the opposite true? Like that, that approach and talking out loud about it really alleviates the burden of comparison and feeling more down or sad. Yeah. Um, And if, if you want to say, okay, fine, I'm going to compare myself to her and mm -hmm. say, now I'm this and just Taking that and comparing it to another statement to say, is it any, like, if I said I am a failure, is that any more true than I am a success? You know, like, I mean, no, I don't, I mean, I don't know, you know, like, I think it's just good to just be able to take these statements and just say, can I really even know? So it just wipes it all out. I like that. I really like that. So how are we going to affirm this? It's coming up for you. So, yeah. So definitely not using the word comparison in any way, shape, or form. Okay. Um, but what, what's, what's coming up for me is just being in conversation with ourselves when we experience those kind of moments of question. So Maybe um, it's something like, is what I believe true? Yeah. <laughs> Or like, I, I work, I work through my feelings. I work through 
um, or is, is what I feel true in this yeah. moment is what I feel true. So something along those lines, that's more so bringing to the surface, having a conversation with yourself. So whether or not it's asking the question of the affirmation or like, you know, I think a question can be an affirmation too. Or could it, could it, could it be a statement like, um, I seek what is true? Hmm. Yes. I like that. I do too. But how do you feel about that? If you were scrolling social media and you were having a moment, does that, does that resonate for you? For, for me, it does because seeking what is true allows me a connection to spirit that I otherwise negate, not negate, that I otherwise um, exclude from my scrolling experience. Yeah. Right. I'm in, I'm in egoville, ego land. <laughs> it's my ego that is scrolling, right? It's not yep. my, it's not my soul. It's not my connection to spirit. So seeking what is true for me triggers a, a tap into my relationship with spirit. And not only that, you said it's your ego there, but you know, oftentimes it's the ego of others that's posting that's that you're seeing. So if you're right. seeing truth, then it's good to remember that there's not a lot of truth going on there. There's edits and there's presentation. Yeah. And that's why I call my social media account real Amy Edwards. It's kind of a joke, you know, cause like, it's, is it real? Yeah. I mean, I try, but come on, I put a filter on. I mean like, yeah. So, you know, I don't know. I get it. I totally get it. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I want to be seen as yeah. my best self. Right. But I, I don't think either of us is, is afraid of being super vulnerable. We're not, you know, not. either. Yeah. So, right. you know, we are. True yeah. Seeking. So yeah, I like that. I see I too. What was it? I see what is true. I seek what is true. Yeah. It's I beautiful. like that. And we're out of time. Thank you so much. Uh, Amazing. And everyone can follow you on social media at underscore Jill Margaret underscore art stick with it.co on Instagram or online. Thank you, Jill. Thank you uh, so much. Encourage everyone to go go app yourself. All right. Yay. We're starting. It's time for BYOB with Bijou. Um, Comparison. Were you glad we were going to talk about this? No. (laughs) <laughs> You're like, not really. <laughs> well, um, so I thought it was going to be easy to talk about, but then when I started trying to make some notes about it and really understand how I felt about it, uh-huh. I was on the fence. Well, um, okay, I'll just start you off then. So right now, like business-wise, life-wise, everything, you were all removed and isolated, you know, to a certain extent, unless you're working, you know, like an essential worker or back at work. But, um, you know, you are not, you're doubly removed from everything. So I just wondered, like, since you've changed your life so much, like a drastic change for those people who don't know, you bought a farm or 80 acres in Virginia and you left Austin after 10 years and moved there. And so, huh? 15. Wow. So, I mean, you did all that and then like, so your life has changed so much. So I just wondered how you feel about yourself comparison wise. Do you feel like, you know, that the FOMO kind of a thing or are you just, I don't know, like where, where are you on that? So the, um, the man that we bought the house from him and his wife came over and sat on our porch yesterday and it was the first time they had been back to their home that they lived in for 20 years before i mean he moved oh my gosh that's exciting no i could tell that it was it was overwhelming Uh, they were comparing the whole thing they're comparing your take on their their house Ooh, tell me more yeah, so um, I could tell that it was overwhelming a little bit, and, and I didn't want to, like, ask that, but um, they f- it felt like a short visit, and uh, then the next day he said that he wanted to be able to come back and go on a walk with us, but he needed to go, like, easy with it because it was a lot, and um, I totally understood that because 
I know he said his identity was wrapped up in this house for so long. I had a blog about it. And so um, I thought of like me being known as Golden Bones Girl and then known as Austin Girl because I mean, I've been in Austin for so long. Everyone knew Bijou, Austin, Golden Bones. And when all of that changed for me, you're kind of like, who am I? And am I, how, how different am I? And um, I don't know. I've been thinking about, yeah, and I've you're, seen how my, you're maybe ranking like comparatively wise, like, am I better then? Like, is that better or something like that? Well, um, so it's interesting because I feel at home right now, which is weird because I've always been so city and I've always loved bars and restaurants and social gatherings. And, um, I don't see too, too many of them on people's like Instagram stories, but I see yeah. it enough that I'm like, Oh yeah, I remember like a nice dinner or something like that, that I don't have to cook. But at this point I'm still so excited with my surroundings that I don't feel a loss yet. Um, I am shocked at how comfortable I got in a totally new persona and environment. Um, it was just, it's interesting to see, uh, how much you can adjust or, um, I guess pivot if you need to. Do you think that people, um, compare the versions of yourself? I mean, I'm sure they're making judgments. Everyone makes judgments all the time. So does that bug you at all? So, um, I, I was actually really interested in that because I've had so many people respond to me going, what the hell? Like, what are you doing? Like, this is so not you. And I, and I love that, honestly, because it's kind of like taking these huge risks and making these giant pivots are like the type of life I want. I know they're not for everybody, but I want that story. I want to be a wild card. I want to be like, you think you know me, but then I'll just randomly go and do this. <laughs> I just like, want to grow in those regards. And I, and I want to be like agile. Like you can't put me in a box because then I'll just jump into that box over there. And so um, and I know that might seem insane to most people, but it's just my cup of tea. And so if they're judging me, then I feel bad for them because it's kind of like, I don't have any feelings about that. I'm just super happy right now. And it could have been a horrible decision. It could have been a catastrophe. And I knew that going in, I knew that risk. I'm glad this one worked out, but it could, the next one I do might be like a total disaster. And honestly, at the very least, I'll be really entertaining to people and educational of what to do and what not to do. Um, but at this point, I'm not going to change anytime soon. Well, good. And you know, uh, other people's judgments are not our business anyway. Really? Yeah, I know. And, and see, that was the thing. It, whenever I was making notes about this, uh, I'm learning all about the Appalachian Trail. And there is a saying here. That <laughs> Tell me your Appalachian saying. <laughs> it's, it's a saying goes, hike your own hike, which means. I like it. Like it stay in your own lane don't worry about how high he hiked or how many miles he went or how high he went or what he saw like just worry about your hike be happy with your hike and um I think that there is room like in, in every theme that you've picked there's a balance there's a spectrum and it's staying in the middle of comparing yourself enough to be inspired by someone else's like um, outsides, but then also not being too comparison to where you're unhappy about where you are. Mm -hmm. Like I've told you before, one of my favorite sayings is don't compare your insides to other people's outsides because yeah. you don't really know what's going on. Um, and, yeah. and I think that that's kind of beautiful is that you should just focus on yourself, but in the same token, you should understand your part of a big circle right yeah. and I try to understand what sharing my story will do um I, I have had a few younger and people my age that have written me asking me a lot of questions about why I did what I did and they seem interested and if I can get 
just one of those people to maybe do something that they wouldn't have done that makes them super happy, then I kind of feel like not only did I do something good for myself, but I might have uh, egged someone on to do something cool for themselves too. And that makes me really happy. For sure. Yeah. And that's like an upside to maybe them comparing themselves to you and their lives and figuring out, you know, well, gosh, I thought she was like this business woman and now she's at a farm, you know, like, and they feel like seeing things differently. And I think maybe that's good. It just shakes it all up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, one thing I was going to say too, about hike your own hike too, that you said um, that I had made a note about was um, I was talking with our friend Eric about his business and how he started his software business and how like there's always been pressure to follow whatever else is going on in, in his tech world, you know, whatever that is. And, um, and he just kept staying the course of, of what he wanted to do, even though it seemed crazy at the time. And so I think in business too, there's a lot of, you can compare or other people will try to tell you what to do and you have to like, you have to hike your own hike, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think there, I can look back at a lot of times when, especially when I was starting out in business, I felt really uncomfortable uh, in my own skin or my own business skin. Yeah, it's hard. I would always look at other people for inspiration, but there is a few things that I got big advice on, like especially the name of our company, Velvet Cartel. Uh, Eight years ago, it was very like, I was like bold, right? And people were like, I don't know, you're kind of like pigeonholing yourself. Like, I don't think a oil company will ever work with you. And it was kind of like, most of the time I I was letting myself like be pushed uh, in certain directions by people that I respected. But there were a few things that I just like couldn't budge on. Yeah. And I felt like that's interesting. um, Because now sometimes that we've had some big clients tell us that it was the name that stood out and kind of like stuck in their head a little bit. Uh, So I'm glad I didn't really like let myself be pushed in a different direction because there are certain things that I need to be me for me to push through eight years of. Right. So, um, I don't know. I, I think it's, it's really interesting. Like comparison can be a good thing if you let it be, but it can also be a bad thing. I did see this study, um, that was saying that when people compare themselves, um, they want to make themselves feel better. They'll typically have a bias of looking at people that are not doing as well as them to make themselves feel better. But then sometimes when they feel insecure about something, then they'll look at uh, people higher than them. So for instance, when you're um, we're affirming, we're affirming our own. Yeah. So when we're trying to lose weight, we'll look at the people who are like working out eight times a day and eating nothing rather than, someone that like has the same lifestyle as we do Mm -hmm. and so it's kind of like you're almost shooting yourself in the foot or at least like sometimes you can get in a rut because you're like well at least I'm better than Joe over here right (laughs) yeah like that middle lane that that you have to let comparison inspire you but then not depress you yeah I mean, that's the whole, that's the whole thing I'm doing for my intro. I've written some notes on it and it was like reframing it to inspiration for sure. But I wanted to ask you about the brain science behind it. So I'm glad you brought that up. Like, uh, I didn't know if you knew anything more about, you know, essentially it kind of seems like competition, I guess, you know? Um, so is that our human nature? I, I mean, Well, I mean, I'm sure that there's like some survivalism, uh, like it's probably a sense of learning from your elders or understanding, uh, what the, the bar is around you. Um, but in the, in the same token, uh, we are those animals that have like such much deeper thoughts about things that typically end up screwing us over. (laughs) Animals are kind of just like, do I need this to eat or to procreate? Like they don't get so like, well, how does they feel about me? And like, you know what I mean? It's, it's kind of like this thing that makes us so much more intellectual, but that same big brain can really put us in a funk for no reason. So I think that's, that's the thing is that this is a time, which I think that we should really start doing these studies on 
what comparison does to the brain in a very scientific way because now more than ever we're able to compare ourselves to so many other people within a two-minute span right you go through people's insta stories and you can look at celebrity to your neighbor in two minutes and like what do you compile out of that like what is your brain go like what that's a huge spectrum that i'm supposed to condense down to my bar that i'm supposed to reach right Mm -hmm. so i'm sure that's really confusing and overwhelming and i'm really interested to see the effect that it has because i i do know that they have so many new studies on people's like dopamine dopamine and like serotonin levels that are going up and down on social media and um the fact that they might have this huge win that they have in their life and they post about it it might have been the wrong time of day and the algorithm might have been off and maybe all their friends didn't see it and that it doesn't get enough likes and they kind of just like wallow in pain over it and it's kind of just like dang you can't let that happen can you hear me yes i heard it all but you froze in a really funny way like (laughs) (laughs) you were frozen like and i was like you were talking i was like oh my god i almost need to take a picture of this and then it unfroze right then so yeah uh (laughs) i got distracted i'm sorry um what did you just say the last part get my head back in it I don't know. I don't either, but it was good and we're out of time anyway. Um, thank you. Any last thoughts before we go? I guess um, kind of just researching comparison to be able to bring some value today. It kind of checked me in the sense that I need to compare the things that are important, right? So we always talk about those filters that you need to run your thoughts through. Mm-hmm. And um, it's kind of like, knowing your values and your end goals in that year because they change so frequently if you're doing it right but knowing that don't go being pulled and swayed by the trends because that's exhausting and it's help you get to your goal if you keep getting like oh that's a shiny nice goal that they have i want to go work on that if you work on all those things you're not going to get anywhere so it's kind of like know your values and your goals and then only compare yourself in a healthy way to get to those right Mm -hmm. so try not to exhaust and overwhelm yourself by constantly comparing yourself to that writer or that musician or that business person because you don't need to use energy comparing in a way that depresses you precisely man I don't know. And the times that I, I wish I could have all that time back. <laughs> so maybe that needs to just cue me to like not do it anymore. <laughs> well, and see, that's the thing. Next time you catch yourself in it, that's a really nice thought to have is, yeah. Hey, is this a good use of my time? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I want these really minutes not. back. Could I use these minutes to actually get me somewhere else rather than sitting here? That's awesome. Yes. I love that takeaway. That's right. It is time not well spent. Do it. Do something else. We have a values worksheet still up on the website. So I'll put up a link to that because we still have that up. Anything else to share before we go? Anything personal or? Not, not, not yet, I guess. Okay. I'm working on it. Yeah. That's the way it goes. Uh, And uh, you know, you can't compare your timeline to someone else's, right? Nope. I mean, I'm talking to myself too. Um, everyone can follow you at Story by Style, Story X Style. Yay! Yeah. Thank you, Bijou. Yeah, no problem. There's a resource roundup of everything that we covered on my blog at amyedwards.com slash blog. You can go there for links to everything we mentioned in the episode, and there should be a link to the post in the episode description where you're listening. Thank you so much to our guest today, Paige Casey, Pagey Darling. So thank you so much to Paige. Remember that you can find her at Pagey Darling on Instagram or online at P-A-I-G-E-Y-D-A-H-L-I-N-G dot com. 
thanks too to our regular contributors to Jill of Go After Yourself. Find her at underscore Jill Margaret underscore or at stickwithit.co on Instagram or online. And thank you to Bijou Finney. You can find her at Story by Style at Story X Style on Instagram. If you want to share anything with me, any thoughts with me, I'd love to hear from you. Write to me, amy at amyedwards.com. Hit me up on Instagram at realamyedwards connect with me. Let's do it. Uh, And don't forget, please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes or wherever you're listening. It totally matters. And I am incredibly grateful every single time. Thank you. And remember this, when you catch yourself comparing, think about truth. What you're thinking isn't true. Whether it's the production behind the shininess of social media or the judgments we make when comparing ourselves to others or even to ourselves, ask that question. Who would I be if I could never think this thought again? Most likely I'd be a lot closer to being that future beautiful person and soul that I truly desire to be. All right. Thank you so much for being here and rocking everything with me. I'm Amy Edwards and I love you. Peace and love and light and joy to you. Till next time.